0: This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Shooter ready, stand by. Welcome to Gun Owners Radio. We are your Second Amendment community. Interviews, product reviews, politics, trivia, Gun Owners Radio has it all and more. Check us out at gunownersradio.com and tune in every week to hear Dave Stahl,
1: Michael Schwartz, and all our guests talk about everything Second Amendment. Here we go. All right, folks. Welcome to Gun Owners Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Uh-oh. All right. I'm on 415. Yeah. Can't. You're you're way ahead I'm of a us. Day late and a dollar short.
0: A self-defense event happens.
1: Yeah, I don't know where my 4 o'clock is. Here, right here. Thank you. I don't have to go look for it. Hey, a self-defense event happened in seconds. In the time it takes to listen to this commercial, your life could change forever. I pray you're never forced to shoot in self-defense, but if you must, then you must be ready. That's why USCCA exists, because every responsibly armed American should have the training and education to navigate a self-defense situation. And should you ever need it, the 24-7 critical response team is right there for you to discover more about USCCA, you can visit USCCA.com slash GOR. Act now because the life you save could be your own.
0: There you go. And if you're in San Diego County, Orange County, Inland Empire, which is Riverside and San Bernardino County, we have a voter guide for you. If you're in San Diego, go to San Diego County Gun com. If you're in Orange County, go to Orange County Gun com. And if you're in Riverside or San Bernardino, you need to go to Inland Empire gunowners.com and check out the voter guide. It's on the main page uh, but don't just look at it. Use it and spread it. Tell folks about it and the people that got the endorsement from San Diego County Gun Owners or Orange County Gun Owners or Inland Empire Gun Owners you know, call the people up and say hey can't tell you how much I appreciate the fact that you're endorsed by a gun organization. You know, Do not vote for anybody this November unless you can absolutely verify that they've been endorsed by a Second Amendment organization a true Second Amendment organization. Uh, Just because they're endorsed by the Republican Party does not mean they're pro-Second Amendment. Just because they're Democrats does not mean they're anti-Second Amendment. So make sure everyone you vote for has been endorsed by some kind of Second Amendment organization, either San Diego County gun owners or Inland Empire gun owners, Orange County gun owners, or if they're state or federal, look at CRPA, NRA, uh, GOC, GOA some Second Amendment organization, and if they haven't been endorsed, if you can't verify it and know for a fact that they've been endorsed by a Second Amendment uh, organization, do not vote for them. Just leave it blank. Uh, They have not earned your vote. And while you're on the Inland Empire gun owners page, check out uh, their gun prom that's coming up in November, or just go to gunprom.com. Go to gunprom.com. And this just in, A.W.R. Hawkins, who's a fantastic Second Amendment author, um, he's going to be the keynote speaker. He's going to come and speak at the gun prom in uh, Inland Empire. It's in Riverside at March Air Force Base at the museum, so you get to see some really cool planes. We're going to be some really cool giveaways, all kinds of awesome stuff. So, are you going, Alicia, are you going to gun prom in Inland Empire?
2: You know, I found out I have a conflict that weekend. I don't know that I can. A conflict? I do. You
0: scheduled a conflict that weekend? It's, it's a mom thing. Yeah. <laughs> What about uh, Elliot? Are you going? What do you think?
3: Uh, I don't think I'm going to be able to make that one.
0: No? All right. Well, welcome to the studio. Elliot is a a proud board member of San Diego County Gun Owners, and we're going to talk to you later about doing uh, um, the tabletops. Tabletops. You are a tabletop champion, my friend.
3: Oh, I I just contribute. I wouldn't call myself a champion.
0: Well, thank you for doing all that you do, and uh, thank you for being a part of San Diego County Gun Owners. You ever Uh, been on the air before?
3: uh, I don't think so. No? (laughs) Not in in, uh, uh, recorded memory.
0: Well, welcome. So, Dave. What's kicking? Are you making it to gun prom up at Inland Empire?
3: When is
1: it?
0: Uh, it November, is. November 12th. November 12th. Uh, i have to look. That sounds like a yes. I'd have to look. You got to get a cool car and let's you and I drive up <laughs> together. And yeah, uh, The last
1: time I got a cool car, I wrecked it. <laughs> well, so well, we won't do that. You made this time. me go through a Mexican restaurant I, with a skinny driveway. I
0: wanted a burrito.
1: And you got one, too. <laughs> and Nick, Rick was sleeping in the back. Well, it was a a, a Maybach.
0: It was the most comfortable Kia Maybacher I've ever been in. It wasn't a Kia. It was a Maybach. (laughs) (laughs) That thing was like a space shuttle, man. Yes, it
1: was. We had a good time in it. And uh, folks, if you've never been to the gun prom of any kind, this one is going to be special, if you want my opinion. Because it's at March's Air Force Base. There you go. And you'll get to see some really, really cool vintage aircraft. Which I've been wanting to go to that museum for a long time. Oh, anyway. mark
0: your calendar; you got to come with. Yeah, exactly. Um, the uh, big, big news in uh, Second Amendment lawsuit uh, uh, news is New York got their got smacked down. Got their little hand smacked. That's right. They uh, so I don't know if everybody remembers AB nine eighteen or I'm sorry SB nine eighteen in California would have basically restricted everywhere. You couldn't you could you could get a CCW, but you couldn't carry anywhere. And that was a cut- and paste copy of the New York uh, law that, that, that passed in New York so in essence they said you know the Supreme Court said look New York and the other 49 states you guys have to issue if they're if they're not a felon you know they they submit their application you have to issue and you have to give them a, a concealed carry permit so New York but they're said,
1: not done with that
0: well you know they're gonna appeal it well that's fine but we got we gotta what, what's what what's gonna happen so it, it got Voted down here in California, and it's—I don't think it's going to come back. I think this thing's going to get defeated completely. And New York's already starting—you know—the judge in New York already said, "No, this is ridiculous." Um, So I think this thing's going to get defeated before California can can introduce it again, which is is, which is fantastic.
4: Is this the same law that said like you can't carry inside a sensitive area? And that was the quote. And that's because, and then all of a sudden, these all these war reenactments in the state of uh, New York had to get canceled because they were worried. That they're considered a sensitive area. Is that the same one, or well, so
0: that's the term. Yeah, basically they 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 uh, redefined what a sensitive area
4: is. It's so, w- it, whatever it is, it's just malarkey
0: in the first place. It's it a, is it's a bunch of
4: baloney. B-
1: yeah, you know. <laughs> it's both malarkey and baloney. Kid yes, that age saying malarkey. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he doesn't even know what malarkey is.
4: No, I just know it's a a bunch of hoo-ha or a bunch a of. A bunch of hoo-ha. He's <laughs> it. Of
1: hoo-ha. Oh, keep it up, He's son. You not even make it better. You know what? You have been hanging around me way too long. Because <laughs> I come up with all these little cute. uh uh, acronyms, yes, acronyms, absolutely.
0: <laughs> anyway, it's good news for California, even though it just happened in New York. It's good news for California, and it is a perfect example of how this Bruin case, the Supreme Court case, is going to help us. Um, you know, it's not going to solve all our problems overnight, but it is a an enormously effective tool that uh, will continue to be used in courts uh, for years to come. Elliot, did you read about that? The oh, New York case?
3: Yeah, I, yeah, absolutely, I did. What are you,
0: what yeah. were your thoughts on it?
3: Well, it was a it was a good win. I mean, uh, yeah, I was going to mention that uh, Justice Thomas, in his opinion, specifically addressed uh, not uh, making every place a sensitive area, specifically to to end around that law. And so uh, this was uh, a good victory for for Second Amendment rights, and especially all the people who who have uh, earned the right to carry concealed. And,
1: And even the sensitive places that they're bringing up are the soft targets that the criminals have been shooting at. Gun free zones.
0: A lot of, I mean, they they were making everything a sensitive place. If, if, well, a, it's,
1: that's the easiest way. That's the easiest way to uh, yeah to pass it without, you know, without having to worry about it not getting passed.
0: But it's just, it's not going to fly. It, you know, we have this enormous tool in our our you uh, know our toolbox now, and uh, those kind of ridiculous, subjective, extremely overly oppressive things. Uh, the anti-gun crowd is just going to have to realize that uh, this is a civil right and it applies to everybody, and they're not going to win anymore. So, but you, we can't just sit back and and let it happen. We can't just sit back and hope somebody else uh, tackles it. You know, if you are a member of San Diego County gun owners and and, and Orange and and uh, Inland Empire, there are a number of lawsuits that you're also a plaintiff, and you know these lawsuits have to happen. The Miller case, um, mm-hmm. which is against the assault weapons ban, of course, the Renna case against the. Uh, uh, safe handgun roster. Um somebody has to do something, and right. we're that somebody. Right, and we right. need you to to join us, so become a member today and sit tight. We're gonna have a really cool show. Angel Cortez. Angel's one of my favorite interviews. Yeah. We're gonna have him on today.
1: Good. We're hey, gonna talk about what he's been up to in some. Do other you know seasons. Carrie Prejean Bowler? No, I don't quite she's mother's community activist up in uh the Vista area. Okay. And she turns out to be a good friend of Mr. Trump's. Okay. So I'm going to try to get her to- Donald Trump? Yeah, to try to get her to hook that us Trump? up for a phone call. All right, awesome. So wouldn't that be fun? That would be fun. All right, let's take a quick break. You're listening to Gun Owners Radio, FM 961, AM 1170. The Answer. Welcome back, this is Gun Owners Radio FM 961. AM 1170 The Answer
0: Angel Cortez visited our show earlier this year and has an amazing story from a gang member to army ranger to entrepreneur Angel's on and we're going to catch up with him
1: next but first, if you have legal matters that involve firearms and you need to call California's firearms lawyer John Dillon especially if you have questions about red flag laws gun registration gun transportation, or maybe you need to know that your guns are California compliant. Call our trusted firearms attorney, John Dillon. John Dillon specializes in California gun laws. call 760-642-7150, or visit his website at dillonlawgp.com.
0: All right, we're on with uh, Angel Cortez from OG Pumpkin. He's been on the show before, extremely interesting guy, loved interviewing him, loved meeting him, and uh, happy to have him on. Angel, how are you doing, man?
4: How's it going? Uh, uh, sorry I couldn't be there in person, uh, work-related stuff. and uh, But yeah, thank you for having me on again.
0: You bet. You know, I was on a podcast uh, about a month ago. Um, they were talking about, you know, San Diego County Gun Owners, Gun Owners Radio, and all the other stuff that we're doing. And he asked me who, uh, who my favorite interview was. And uh, I thought about it for about a half a second, and I said it was you and Benji. Yeah. By far, you guys are the most interesting interview after wh- whatever five years we've been doing this. We interview a couple of people, you know, every every uh, every uh, show, and you guys were by far my favorite interview.
4: Well, that, that means a lot. You know, I appreciate that, that that you thought about us right away. It makes me feel like we're we're basically on on the right path.
0: Absolutely, and don't tell Benji, but I think you even you edged him out even a little bit. You were probably pulled <laughs> just ahead of that. <laughs> So, what? Tell me a little bit about. So, let's let just for those who who aren't aware, tell everybody what OG Pumpkin is.
4: So, OG Pumpkin started as um, a need to fund veteran events that I was doing in my house. What I was doing was I was inviting veterans for my martial arts gym and school, and I was telling them, "Hey, come and watch the UFC fights. I'll buy the food and the drinks." And um, I I could keep doing it. I was having a third kid on the way, and. um, barely barely covering the events and rent so what i decided to do was start a company to fund these events and i just wanted enough funds to keep this going and it just turned out into this big thing where you know now we're over 500 people who who have a og pumpkin design tattooed on them i've been on on some very big podcasts been on radio um and the company's grown. We we have rash guards. We have stickers, hats. We make skateboards through Benji's company, and and now it started off as just you know this small thing to make the money to uh I want to say a movement in in Southern California. We've we've had our biggest event this year where over 800 people showed up. Um, so it's it's uh it's growing little by little.
0: That's awesome. Okay, so you were in the army, uh, got out of the army, moved back to uh, I, I forget. Are you in Orange County area or LA area? Yeah, Orange County. Orange County. So you're in Orange County, and you got out of the army, and just decided, hey, you know what? I want to get a bunch of vets together, uh, just a little socializing, that sort of thing. Is it? Was that the idea? Yes. And I'm sure it probably helps them tremendously. It probably helps you know vets who got out of the military. Uh, it probably helps them tremendously to sit and talk and and uh, do fun things with other vets. I'm assuming.
4: Yeah, definitely. And and you know, I did it for myself too, because well, when I got out, you know. Um, I, I lost my community and 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 I lost my sense of purpose. So throwing the events gave me a sense of purpose, and, and having those people over and, and, and making friends was that was my community.
0: I you know and that's that's something that I, I don't uh, you know, I I think uh, doesn't probably doesn't get talked about enough. You know if you, if you go get a job doing whatever you're I don't know selling cars or whatever, you know, I don't you know it, it doesn't. I don't think that person looks at it as, you know, their calling or their purpose or, you know, like, you know, it's, it's, it's a job, pays the bills. They probably love it. Maybe they don't, whatever. But when you're in the military, they're really, you know, you guys are, there's a, definitely a sense of purpose um, that I think is, is, um, uh, you know, taught to you guys promoted throughout. I, I don't know if you can easily send somebody to war, without emphasizing the fact that they have a higher purpose—that they, you know, that this isn't just simply a job. Um, am I on the right track so far?
4: Oh yes, sir, definitely, definitely.
0: So then, when you leave the military, it's not like, well, gee, I'm gonna, you know, I got to roll over my 401k and you know, whatever. It's, you know, it's it's very, very different. They, they, you've lost a sense of purpose. It's very, very different from just another job.
4: Yes, sir. And and to be honest, it took me a while to realize that because when I went back home after being away for almost a decade, you know, my my wife's family is from Southern California. I'm from Southern California, so you know, I call it the honeymoon stage. You know, everyone's happy that we're back. We're 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 enjoying you know being in, in our in our old community back, and, and it feels awesome. But little by little, it starts creeping up, and then you realize, hey, uh, I don't really have a community anymore, and and. We're, what is my my purpose now? And, and I think that's what happens to a lot of vets. Unfortunately, a lot of them don't find a new community or purpose, and they they kind of just you know are still lost.
0: Kind of crash, you know. Kind of maybe,
4: yep.
0: uh, yeah. I, I, I can totally see that. So you get a bunch of guys together. You guys are watching what you said MMA fights to getting together, yeah, just USC socializing. Fight. USC having fun. Um. Uh. And and it's you're you're seeing. Hey, you know what? This is helping. These guys, we're rebuilding a community, we're rebuilding these connections we had, but you know what? It's not free, so we got we to gotta figure out a way just to fund these events, and that's when you came up with OG Pumpkin, right? Yes, sir. So talk about OG Pumpkin a little bit more, what you guys sell, uh, I know you guys have partnered with Benji and do some skateboard type stuff, but you guys do a lot of stuff, right?
4: Yes, sir. So, of course, first you just started with, with hosting fights at the house, but because We were selling so many T-shirts and stuff like that. um, I realized that um, not all veterans like to fight or watch watch fights, but a lot mostly like to go shooting. So I I did this thing called an event called Tacos and Vehicles. or or, I'm sorry, Vehicles and Tacos Range Day. I would buy vehicles. We would shoot to and from the vehicles, and I would have a taco bag come out. And, you know, that was one of our biggest events. We also have skateboarding events because um, we're trying to also – reach out to, to, to the younger generation, um, and it's more family-friendly. So our biggest event, we called it Shred the Trend. So Shred the Trend of, of to bring suicide awareness, and we had we turned the warehouse into a skate park. We had vendors. We had a band. Uh, the Aquabats played. I'm not sure if you know that band. Um, and over 800 people showed up. That's awesome.
1: Hey, let me ask you a question. This is Dave. Uh, do you have a relationship with uh, Tony Hawk?
4: uh i don't but benji's actually been to his house so uh, i didn't i didn't make it to that event so uh uh, i'm gonna be honest i was a little jealous
1: well you need to reach out uh he's uh believe it or not we've had him on our motorsports show and i've got a really good contact with a a lady that might be able to hook you up because i think if he could you know if he found out what you're doing i'm sure he would help and participate
4: You know what? I would love that, and I'm I'm sure that you would too.
1: Yeah, he he has something to do with
0: skateboarding. Yeah, he knows something about it. (laughs) Isn't it amazing how famous (laughs) Tony Hawk is? He's way famous. I mean, people that have no exposure at all to the skateboard
1: world somehow know who Tony Hawk is. as soon as you say Tony Hawk, ooh. Everybody knows who that guy is. And he's so down to earth, and he's big on giving back, so... You know, contact Mike or or Rich, and then get my email, and I'll see what I can do to get you guys hooked up.
4: I appreciate that, sir. So,
0: tell us about the name OG Pumpkin. Tell us that story again. I know you told us last time, but I like it, so so um, I want to hear so, it again.
4: <laughs> so, um, when when people were telling me, "Hey, you need to start your company," because I was starting to gain a, a social media following because of, of sharing uh, combat footage and, and combat pictures, and um. I, I didn't want to start a company just with some design that I thought looked cool. I wanted it to mean something and overseas I would wear a skeleton bandana and skeleton gloves. And I've always liked Halloween. So when my son at the time he was five, he grew a pumpkin and it, and he gave it to me and he's like, Hey, this is, this is for you. And, and I was like, Oh, thank you. And I look at it and, and I tell my wife, this is it. This is the logo <laughs> of the company. And if people like it, then then i know i got something but to me this means something that there's a connection um there so i'm going to go with it and i made a uh, hundred stickers and i just said hey who wants a sticker and within two hours all 100 stickers were gone and i was shipping them out to anywhere that there's a u.s military base so you know iraq um afghanistan italy germany all over the u.s and it's 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 everywhere
0: and you said, I think you just mentioned. You said like five hundred people have a OG pumpkin tattoo now.
4: Yes, because um, one of our, our one of our main designs, uh, I called it uh, "Just Keep Going," um, and it's it's a it's a ghost with a huge rucksack on his back and carrying a rifle and looking like he's having a bad day. And most of us have been there, where you know, where during physical training or prepping to go deployment or, or actually overseas, you know, it's 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 it, you're in the in the very sucky situation and you've got to with you just gotta power through you gotta keep going, just keep going. And then I also said, Hey, life is like that too, you know, it, it, it might seem like uh these bad moments are gonna last forever but it's not and you just gotta keep going and people heard the message and they just started tattooing it on on themselves and and I thought when I saw the first tattoo I thought that was going to be it. I thought that was cool. I thought the guy was crazy. And then and then that would be the end of the story. But now there's <laughs> even even law enforcement have taken that design and changed it up a bit and put their badge number um, because they, they're, they themselves are veterans. Um, I've even had firefighters who, who, who changed the design to have a hose and an axe. Um, and even special operations units from other countries have done it.
0: Oh, so it's not okay. So it's it's this uh, the ghost with the you said with the ruck rucksack. Is that what it is? Yes. Yes. Okay. So it's not the. Oh, I'm looking at it right now. Oh, that's oh, that's cool. I, I, so it's not the it's not the pumpkin that they're tattooing. It's the.
4: Uh, oh um, well, that's the main one. Uh, a few people have gotten the pumpkin, but by far the ghost one is the one that it, it seems to be everyone's
0: favorite. That's awesome. Alicia yeah. wants to get the pumpkin. I think.
2: Where should
0: I get it? <laughs> where's, I don't know. Where's... On the website. Yeah. <laughs> I think it, it's, an, it's an ankle tattoo. Either to ankle or, or or if it's a pumpkin, you should put it right in your bicep. That'd be awesome. <laughs> you flex your pumpkin.
2: There you go. <laughs> oh, well, that's
0: it. Maybe not. Well, that's awesome. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to take a little break here. We're going go to go to a commercial. Um, And then we're going to talk a little bit about something that you have coming up here that's really, truly one of the most selfless things I've ever heard of and very, very amazing. So I can't wait to talk to you about it.
1: All right, folks, you're listening to Gun Owners Radio, FM 961. AM 1170, The Answer. Hi right, folks, welcome back to Gun Owners Radio, FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. Orange County Gun Owners is dedicated to preserving and restoring Orange County gun rights. OCGO has developed a strong permanent infrastructure that focuses on changing the face of gun ownership by getting volunteers involved in local level activism and outreach. We have made a profound influence and advancement on policies Protecting the Second Amendment throughout all of Orange County. If you live in Orange County and want to help defend and restore the Second Amendment, join ocgunowners.com/slash/join. Volunteer at a shooting social, at a gun shop, or even a tabletop, and help more pro-gun local officials get elected. Become a member today. ocgunowners.com/slash/join.
0: All right, we're talking to Angel Cortez from OG Pumpkin. Uh, We were talking about uh, his service to our country, and then when he was done, um, the service that he put towards other veterans, and how that helped build a a company to help support the community, which is really, really awesome. But now, you're on to another project that's, uh, like I said, the most selfless project I think I've ever heard of. Talk a little bit about what you have coming up here, Angel. Do you know what I'm talking about? Do you know what I'm alluding to?
4: Uh, yes, sir. So, um, Benji and I—we—we we, obviously we were friends first, and then and then Mike O'Dowd, who is uh, the founder of Defense Strategies Group, um, a tactical shooting company out of uh, Los Angeles, um, he told me, hey man, do, do you know any other good guys out there? You know with some experience and and that would be a great addition to the team. And that's where that's when I thought about Benji, and Benji and I started working together and, and became closer friends and one day i could tell something was bugging him um so i asked him like hey man what what what's bugging you and he's like no uh nothing everything's fine and then i knew he was lying so but i i i, I brushed it off waited a few hours and then i asked him again like hey man like what what's going on you you, just, you don't look okay and that's when he had told me you know his, his wife is a uh, has stage five kidney failures um it, it it she needs a kidney, and and I can see that he, it, 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 I can see everything in his face, you know, um, and I immediately thought like what what can I do what can we do, I told him you know like, hey hey I you know, maybe I can give one you know and and after eight months of of testing and driving back and forth to UCLA Medical, um, I, I got approved. So October twenty fifth, uh, I am donating her a kidney.
0: That's wow. amazing. You're donating her a kidney, so you, well, they had to check and make sure that it was compatible. And I don't even know what they do. I, I don't know they do blood tests, or I, I wonder how they determine if uh, you know if, if you're, you can be an organ donor to someone else. You know, specific like
4: that. Yeah, it was. Well, first it started off with the, with the blood test, and then and that I passed that, and then it was more blood tests, and then it was um, um, you know EKGs. It was. Um, CT scans. It was it was everything. I've I've never been tested for so much, and well, it turns out it's nice to note that I'm, I'm I'm pretty healthy. So
0: <laughs> congratulations.
4: So, yeah, and um, so you know, it was just eight months of, of even though I passed something, I still didn't know can I do it. They so would I would pass one thing and then be like, yeah, but you still have to do another and then another. And you know, it, I was nervous that it would come back and be like, oh, I'm sorry, but you failed this or you can't do it because of A, B, and C. Um, but I don't, you know, what are the chances of, of, of her and I being a match? You know, so um, um,
0: what are? I mean, that's a good question. Like, how do you have any idea? Like, how rare? If you just two random people that know each other, how rare is it that they're able to? You know, that one is able to donate to the other. Is it fairly common, or is it pretty rare no, that two no, people match?
4: No. Yeah, it's it's pretty rare because everyone's wow. like, you know that that. I've never heard of any of, but I've never heard of of someone that close, and and you just, you know, being a perfect match.
0: That's amazing. So you guys, all right. So you tell, so you're talking to Benji. He tells you, hey, what's here's what's going on, and then I mean, you, you kind of, I'm sure you had to think about it and just kind of go, hey, you know, you make the decision that hey, I at least want to try. Like, what was his, what Benji and his wife, what were their reactions when you said that?
4: Well, when I first told Benji, I could tell he, I, might, I could tell he wasn't. He didn't know that I was actually serious. He might have just thought that I said it just to be nice. Um, and he said, "Yeah, man, I'll, I'll give you the information on where you can get tested." And then a couple of weeks passed, and and he didn't send me that information. And then I I, I saw him again in person, and I was like, "Hey, man, I'm I'm serious." And that's when I could tell he was like, "Oh man, oh this, he is serious." And then he gave me the information, and I went right away. Um, and to be honest, I, I didn't have to think about it that long, um, or, or or very long at all. I I saw the look on his face. You know, I, I love Benji. Um, he, he, he's been like an older brother to me, and and, and it, it was no hard decision. I mean, what if if she Benji's wife is is a is a is a beautiful beautiful soul. Uh, has a beautiful soul She, she helps so much um around with what benji's doing so she cares about the community so i immediately thought about my wife and and how would i feel if i was in that position i would want her to get a kidney um so it was an, wow. it was an easy call to be honest how
0: did i forget how did you two meet because you because he was in the marine corps you're in the army you guys didn't yeah. serve together how did you guys end up no. how did you guys meet
4: well, we we met because um, one of my friends was uh, killed in Afghanistan, and Benji had just started his his skateboard company, and he decided to help sponsor this charity event for um, you know my my friend's uh, wife. I see. So I just I I, I flew out to Virginia, I, I went to the event, and then. Um, when I was over there, the, the charity co- coordinator was like, "Hey, aren't you from Silicon California? I told him, "Yes." And, and and he's like, "Hey, this company out here, um, it's from California. They helped sponsor the event." And I was like, "You know what?" I'm like, "Let me let me reach out." So when I reached out to him, um, he responded, we he like, hey man, I'm actually I have another event here, a, a toy drive with the kids. You should come out to the skate park and and break some toys." And and I did. And that's that's how I, I actually officially met him in person. Wow. And ever since we just been friends.
0: That's awesome. So, okay. So back to the kidney thing. So you, you went through all these tests. They said, "Yep, sure enough, you're you're a match." Now, what does that even look like? Like, what do you on the 25th? You, you check in, and they uh, they put you under, and uh, uh, you, you walk out. Uh, you know, a kidney lighter, huh?
4: Yeah. Well, it's actually, the whole process starts two days prior. Um, two days prior, I have to go. Uh, well, Larissa and I both have to have to go in, and we have to make sure none of us have COVID. And then the day, the next day, which is will be the day prior, uh, I, they actually wanted to stay at a hotel right across the hospital. Um, and then, but yeah, it, it, the day of, it's, it's. I basically get put under, take take a little nap, and then when I wake up, uh, uh, I'm a little lighter.
0: Wow, have you ever had any operations done before?
4: No, no, no. But I have been put under before. Uh, when i got all four wisdom teeth taken
0: out at the same time um they did that so and i remember this. same thing almost like I took a <laughs> little nap. Yeah. same thing wisdom teeth kidney they're taking something out of you well okay so here's what you got to do listen i've i've been uh, i've had a couple operations when they give you the stuff to knock you out fight it yeah see how long you can stay awake
4: <laughs> i'm telling you
0: it's fun <clears throat> That's my advice. Okay, so the the room will start spinning. The nurses will start questioning. It's it's amazing. But okay, so you, I, I mean, this is a huge thing. This is a huge deal. Now, you moving forward with just one kidney, how how is your life gonna gonna change? I mean, well, other uh, than the fact that your life is gonna change because you've just done something amazingly you know thoughtful and selfless for someone that you, again you said has a beautiful soul obviously that's going to change your life immensely and that's that's huge but physically like what 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 are you going to well, have to what are you going to have to depends
1: on which one they took you'll either go hard to the right or hard <laughs> to the left
4: <laughs> it's uh well diet restrictions right off the bat um you know uh um I will have to follow them if I want to take care of my one kidney um not not super strict. I I i looked over and it's basically, you know, just um whole grains, lots of fruits and vegetables, get hydrated, still with them, alcohol, tobacco. Uh, I'm not much of a drinker, so that's okay right there, and I don't really smoke, so or I don't even smoke cigarettes, so that's that's okay. Um the sodium intake I would say is pretty low and for someone who likes pizza and chips, it's gonna be I think quite an adjustment for the first couple uh months. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, that's amazing. She must be – I don't know. I'll bet you she doesn't know how to feel. I'll bet you, I'll bet you she doesn't know how to feel.
4: Well, I, we, I talked to her a little bit about it, and she's still in shock and surprise. And, and we talk about um, just the, 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 how how much of a chance this whole thing is, right? We, we talk about that. Um, and I know she's nervous, you know, because um, yeah. she's got to go under too, and it's got to take, so – so we're all just hoping for the
0: best, you know. Well, let her know what I said about trying to stay awake because it's yeah. fun. <laughs> <laughs>
4: that's
0: my uh, that's my advice. Well, that's awesome, man. I mean, what would you tell people? Like, what you know, this I, I don't. It doesn't sound like you're, you know, trying to, uh, you know, get a message out there or anything. I mean, it sounds like you're just trying to do something amazing for someone that you love. But what what do you what you know what what would you tell people? I mean, would you encourage people? Hey. You know, everybody, everybody's got two kidneys. You know, think about, think about doing something. You know, as selfless and generous. Or, I mean, you know, what are your thoughts? What, what do you hope people get from this?
4: Well, you know that uh, at the end of the day, I think, I think people is is what matters the most in this world, not material <laughs> things, not events. Um, and and we sometimes have to do a lot to keep our community safe and strong. And it, this is something I have to do to. Keep my community going, then, then so be it. Um, but it's it's one of the biggest things. Is to be honest, is, is I have we lost a lot of friends overseas and in stateside. So they've sacrificed their whole lives, and then you know if I can have to sacrifice a little part of me, then, then that's nothing compared to what they've done.
0: Had you not stepped up, how how long do you think she would have had to wait for a kidney?
4: Oh, I don't know. I, I've heard people wait for like ten years.
0: Oh my God Wow so I mean maybe that's the message right there maybe uh, you know um, you know it shouldn't be that way there are enough people in this country with kidneys you know uh, with extra kidneys that maybe uh, maybe that's the message right there wow and your well, kidneys are probably big enough to give to a couple people yeah well there you go <clears throat> but the uh, not only that but I are you a boxer you're in MMA right?
4: Yeah, yeah, I do. So there's so, also that. They, so but, yeah, but
0: there's practice. so there's one less weakness you have. There's no kidney punch on one side now. Yeah, but a it's a bump. defensive <laughs> thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk to Angel about something else amazing here right after the break. You're gonna so bring uh, you back hang back for in. A third second. Yeah, third second. All
1: right, folks, you're listening to Gun Owners Radio FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The answer. This is Gun Owners Radio, FM 9618, the The Answer. Hey, did you know we have a world-class flight training school here in San Diego? You know, pilots can fly almost every day with the weather. They're close to the ocean, the desert, the mountains. That's why San Diego is one of the best places to learn how to fly in the world. Learn to fly in sunny San Diego right at Montgomery Field. Getting started is easy. You give them a call at 858-569-1822. Learn to fly at SDFTI. That's 858 569
0: So we're talking with one of my favorite people, Angel Cortez from OG Pumpkin, and he was just telling us about um, how he's donating a kidney, which is just phenomenal. Um, and I absolutely applaud you, Angel. That's again, one of the most selfless things I think I've ever heard anyone do, and uh, what an amazing thing. Uh, Self-improvement is a big topic in both MMA and, of course, firearms training. We talk about it a lot. Um, self-improvement was a recent topic on your podcast. And I was wondering, Angel, could you share a takeaway from your conversation with Kay Hansen about that?
4: One of the biggest things um, I would say is the the parts of taking care of mental health and not allowing past or maybe even very recent current uh, life situations to to determine. You know, you're the fate of your life, whether it's going to be completely negative or, or, or you know, destroy you. And, and, and I think we should live a long, healthy life. And, and But along the way, sometimes things happen and we should address them so we can not necessarily forget, but move on and live.
0: That's amazing. I mean, you know, how... Your story is kind of an example of that. Uh, your story from you know moving from a gang into the army, and it's kind of an example of you saying, "Hey, you know what? I gotta, I, I gotta improve myself. I got, I, I realize I'm on a track, and it's not the right track, and it's not a productive track. And and you put yourself on the right track and put yourself in the right state of mind. So where are you now in in your journey?
4: Well, right now I um I'm a instructor at Defense Strategies Group. I I'm also I compete in, in martial arts. I own OG Pumpkin. I have my family. I, I got three kids, and I'm the most involved in their lives than I ever than I have ever been. You know, yes, I was in the service and everything, but I was I was away. You know, so I didn't really know to kids. And now I feel like I'm I'm the best best father that I've, I've ever been in my life.
0: That's amazing. So, where what do you what's your focus as far as self improvement? What's what's your main focus right
4: now? Oh, well, well for, for now, um, it's, it's staying mentally tough because it's easy to stay mentally tough when, you know, you're in the military, when in the special operations community, it's it's quite easy because you, that is your job. That is what you're doing. But now, you know, the, you can find it hard because you come out here and you're back in the real world and, well, it's not that tough. You're, you're not being forced to wake up and not being forced to do this or this and that. So it's, it's staying disciplined. And not allowing um, myself to walk around and talk about the good old days because I, I don't want to ride the, the coattails of, of that success. I want to continue um, my success in life, you know?
0: That's amazing. So what, t- talk a little bit more. What is mental toughness? Like if somebody's mentally tough, what exactly does that mean?
4: Well, it means they don't break under certain conditions. Um you know, the, life isn't easy. Uh, you could, you could, it could be sports. It could be the military. Like, for example, they're, they're in the pipeline to enter the 75th Ranger Regiment. There were guys who were faster than me, stronger than me, uh, who could swim faster, who can chew way better. But they, at one point or another, just mentally broke and said, you know what, I'm I'm done. Thank you, but no, thank you. All. I'm out of here. And the people have to endure. It's easy to endure something when it's, it, it doesn't last long, but day in, day out, and I mean, that, I think that's not the
0: toughness right there. All right, so let's say I'm a regular guy, and I'm a whatever. I got a family, I got a job. I, I, you know, I shoot my guns for fun on the weekend, and you know, whatever. I'm a Joe Lunchbox, normal, regular, everyday guy. What if I'm not mentally to that? I'm not mentally tough. What, what do I do? I mean, well, like, you, how do you work on well,
4: that? You, well, you can. I, I would suggest honestly to get to. I mean, and. And I, I have trained to compete in Muay Thai and kickboxing, but I think Jiu Jitsu is it tests you physically and mentally, um, and it's something about Jiu Jitsu just uh, makes people come together. Because I'll be on the mat, and it'll be a cop, a firefighter, uh, a veteran, uh, a dad who this is this is what he looks forward to because he's in the office, you know, twenty four seven, and 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 stuff like that. Um, and little by little, you know. You're gonna get tested. You're nothing is added in any good Jiu-Jitsu gym. Nothing is handed to you. You earn your stripes. You earn your belt, and you grow together.
0: Now, Alicia's shaking her head. Yes,
2: <laughs> I do Jiu-Jitsu as well, and you find a you find your weakness and you find strength where you didn't know you had it, and it's it's a pretty amazing experience. Like definitely, I can vouch for that.
0: Talk about that. What, what, what do you mean? You find uh, uh, strength that, that you didn't know you had. It
2: uh, if you've never been on the ground and grappled with somebody, um, it's it's easier it's easier to watch. It's easier to, to, to like couch quarterback and to kind of say what 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 you should do to be able to get up and get out of the situation. But when you're down, you're pinned. You got someone on you. Uh, it's hard. Your mind goes blank. You might know techniques to do, but it's, it's a struggle. And so you it, it takes a level of training and commitment uh, to kind of be able to get to that point to where you can do it and be successful. And it's, it's a, it's a, it's a neat experience.
0: So how does that translate? So you take jujitsu, which I think is an excellent suggestion. Uh, you take jujitsu, you, you struggle like what, what uh, Alicia's saying, Hey, you know, you, and it really is grappling is such a pure, form of combat it's such a pure form of of uh, of uh, you know of of uh, you know adversarial uh, you know combat I mean it's it's, there's no technology involved you know it's just you and one other person there's no team dynamic involved Um, it's it's one-on-one it really truly is skill against skill I mean you know strength barely matters it really has to do with with what you know and 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 how much heart and soul you
1: got And Um, heart and soul is everything. I did it. My buddy and I, we got into judo, and I ended up on the United States Army judo team. hmm. But before that, him and I were down on the ground. We had each other in a chokehold, and we just kept choking and choking and choking. And and the coach come over and he says, just get up. (laughs) Because neither one of us would quit. And neither one of us passed out because we didn't have the strength to take the other one out. But neither one of us would give up. So, and you're right. It's 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 a it's probably one is one of my favorite sports.
0: So, Angel, so those ki- kinds of stories, what what Alicia and Dave just talked about, what you were just talking about, how does that translate to normal life? You know, like you said, you got Joe Lunchbox, he's got a he's got a job, he's got a family, whatever, you know, life isn't turning out like he thought it was. He isn't mentally tough. You know, he doesn't want to admit it. He can't he can't say that, right? You can't go to your Friends and, and say, hey, you know what? I'm not mentally tough. I mean, it's just not socially acceptable. So he goes and he takes jiu-jitsu. Excellent suggestion. He Makes finds you a better him, person. How, but talk about that, how do, Angel. How does that translate to to, to a person's everyday life?
4: Well, um, when I do jiu-jitsu, especially early in the day, I mean, that was that that most likely is going to be the hardest thing I've done. I will do for the rest of the day. After that, things don't seem to be that bad. That. <laughs> Traffic, you know what? Not that bad. You're, you're relaxed. You're, you're, you're not all tensed up and you like everybody else. Works doesn't seem that to be that complicated. Because um, if you're training, you know, especially so somebody doesn't choke, they're out of you, so you pass out. You know, you realize that, hey, you know, this or that isn't that bad. It's not that stressful. Um, And, you know, you, you do problem solving. to isn't, um, or martial arts in general, isn't just like something you power yourself through. You got to think. You got to be patient. You got to its chess, not checkers.
1: Um, And and you know, Angel, one other thing, and I'm going to throw it out because I'm older than dirt. (laughs) I tripped over a rock in my driveway, and I went down. And I swear, if I didn't have the training that I had, I probably would have hurt myself. But it also teaches you to to fall, roll, and, you know, because most people stick their hands out and try to stop a fall. But if you've had jujitsu or judo, you know you know to roll, not try to stop the stop the impact. Yes, sir. So when you get old, just remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I, will, I, I will. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> Getting old advice. Yeah. Well, from hey, Dave Stahl. I might as well. I'm there. So I <laughs> might as well throw it out there. It's better
0: than the alternative. Yes, it is. So, all right. So what's so this is awesome. This is very very cool, Angel. Really really appreciate your perspective and everything that you're doing for everybody around you
1: not just your community but your friend and his wife and their family and, and you're the first one to get three segments I'll have you know. <laughs> so it <laughs> is. Thank you, thank
4: you.
0: So before we let you go, what's your absolute best advice for people that are listening um, and they really want to build up uh, you know a stronger self-improvement habit. What's your best advice to those people?
4: Um I would say accountability and it starts within but it makes it easier when you have your friends uh, hold you accountable. Uh, I don't have yes men around me I, I don't have anyone who just you know tells me I'm great they're, they're always telling me how I could have how I can improve um, and when I messing up. Um, so accountability is huge so you it starts with yourself and then you know maybe your spouse your best friend or, or, or hopefully then your whole little social circle that you have going on. And little by little, um, you'll be improving. And six months from now, you will look at yourself and be like, I am a better version than I was six months ago.
0: Yeah, I think there's definitely something to be said about the people you surround yourself with. And scuttling people who uh, are bringing you down or or aren't helping build you up, I think, is, uh, you know, I think it's one of those things I wish I'd have learned 20 years ago.
1: Never too old to learn.
0: There you go. Or fall down.
1: Or fall down <laughs>
0: Angel thank you so much man How do people find out more about OG Pumpkin And support you and, and help you out
4: um, we'll, we'll, We are on Instagram at uh, The underscore OG um, Underscore Pumpkin Or you can You can easily just google OG Pumpkin or Ranger Cortez And just about uh, Everything you will need will pop up
0: Cool man thank you Angel
4: no, thank you guys. Thank you.
1: Thank you so much. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break. Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. You're Jackson.
2: All yeah. right, so there's lots of new gun owners. Make sure that you're getting the right kind of training. Get the lowdown with me up next.
1: Nice. <laughs> See? With Alicia. Right? That was good, yeah. Good prom is coming to the Inland Empire. Get your dresses and suits ready. Dust off those dancing shoes. Get ready to celebrate and support the Second Amendment. Join us and other Second Amendment supporters November 12th, 2022 at the March Air Museum in Riverside. Celebrate the delicious food, drinks, and dancing. Don't miss your chance to win some amazing prizes and support the Second Amendment at the same time. Get your tickets now at gunprom.com. Gunprom.com. Training. Training. Training.
2: Yeah. All right. So what I want to do is I want to kind of share a little bit. Let's have a little bit of a talk. So when it comes to firearms training, right? So most of us, when we, when, you know, it's time to go, what do we do? We go down to the range, whatever our local range is. We go in, we check in, we pull a target, we set up in the bay, we unpack our gear and we're here in this range environment and we're shooting at a target. And obviously, um, you know, that target, it it could be anything. It can be a silhouette. It can be bullseyes, you know, zombie. You know, there's all kinds of targets out there, Um, but you, if you think about the process of when you are shooting and you are, uh, you're training, whether it's whether you're, whether you're just learning or you're a seasoned, experienced shooter, um, we kind of think of that as marksmanship. Um, you know, you you are practicing your marksmanship skills. Um, I would just like to encourage and kind of have a little talk with with all of us um, about the difference between marksmanship and defensive shooting. And a lot of people, when they say that they want to get trained or that's recommended they go get training, a lot of people envision marksmanship. You know, they learn about grip, they learn about stance, they learn about trigger, they learn about sights and sight alignment, sight picture and how to make that perfect shot. Um, And if if just simply having some fun at the range is your goal or having fun with friends at the range, that's great. But if you have a firearm for the purpose of self-defense, whether it's that you decide to conceal carry or that you are uh, simply just have it in your home for home defense, I would highly encourage you to kind of look at some other types of training, uh, more defensive shooting, and that is not something you're going to get on the range, and that what that marksmanship mindset, and so.
1: Okay, so let me be the devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. Should which should you do? Or be become proficient at first.
2: So those marksman, marksmanship skills, in my opinion, are, are critical to start with. I think that's a great okay, foundation. That's where you if, should start. Correct, if you don't have that foundation, if your grip is not good, mm-hmm. if you're, uh, it just if you don't have good trigger um, trigger press and trigger control right. your 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 skills are going to be lacking and so if you jump right into a defensive shooting type training you don't have that basic good foundation and you're you might struggle a little and bit and
1: you might be based on more dra- adrenaline in a defensive There's shooting situation than a, con- than a controlled target shooting and I agree you should you should be able to know the gun hit the target and once you do that continually do that and then I agree You should do both, really. Absolutely. But most people think just, oh, all I got to do is learn how to hit the target.
2: Correct. And then they think that they're good and they're done. Yeah. And if you can get an
1: aggressor to stand still, you know, then fine. (laughs) Then you don't need to do any any other kind of shooting. But, you know, it might be difficult to get that that perp to stand still.
2: And I think that the public at large doesn't realize that there's these other opportunities that they have open to them. And I just wanted to kind of just start getting that word out there.
1: That's right. Do you do both,
0: Mike? I do. Um, I don't do nearly enough training, is what I, was I do. Say,
1: you haven't already done
2: anything lately.
0: But uh, what I used to do is I used to go to a four day class once a year. And it was a class that started at the very basics of this is a gun. And by the end of the class, by the end of the four days, you were actually taking a test where you were pulling from concealment. Right. And it was, you know, it was. Uh, I liked the fact that it was back down to basics, you know, once right. a year like that. But I stopped going, so I gotta I gotta figure something. And
1: you'll have to admit, Alicia, four <clears throat> days once a year? It's not probably enough. It's a good start. No, it's not. Well, how many days did you do? I do three hundred and sixty whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I shoot as I go home. Roll the window down, take out a few tires, do those idiots that don't know how to no, I'm only kidding. Not as much. It's tough to say, Alicia.
0: What's like a rule of thumb? Like if you're someone who carries concealed, Mm -hmm. you know, every day, um, what's the rule of thumb? Like how many hours? And
1: you're good at hitting the target. You know, you've got the grouping. You've got that figured out. What exactly. do
2: you,
0: what is like the what's the rule of thumb? What's the minimum so you
1: think?
2: That's a very involved question. So, are you, are we talking? Well, we got two hours. I know. <laughs> well, not anymore. I know. So, so at a minimum, I w- my opinion, I would say at a minimum, you should be out there. Now, there are some ranges that will allow you to draw from concealment, that will allow you to draw from holster. So, find one that will accommodate you, um, if that's your situation, if you're a concealed carry. Mm-hmm. Um, find one that will accommodate you, and I would say at the very least, minimum be out there monthly. At least. Well,
1: look at Action Jackson. Right. I mean, what, 10 years old, and he shoots. Well, he was until the Glock store folded. Mm-hmm. But he was shooting every week. Right. But he was only shooting. The
2: 22.
1: And he was shooting no, Target. No, no not, he was shooting a no? nine. Yeah, really? he shoots okay. a nine. Okay. Yeah, he shoots a okay. nine. But he was okay. shooting target. No.
2: correct but he but at the clockster that's that that's that. 360 room you have a run and gun type of environment and that's what he was doing oh was it it was yeah okay. it, it is it is it, it is target and and i'm not a, i'm not saying that targets are not a good idea no, i no, no, just no, no, no. I, my point is just that the, the mindset of standing in a bay All right, you know what? Take a minute, you know, get your stance, get your footing, you know, get your body how you want it and you you complete your grip and, you know, it takes you, you know, a set amount of time to kind of get all those things in alignment and get everything ready. You bring the gun up and you take that perfect shot. Well, you just had an infinite amount of time to do that. <laughs> right. and, but in a in a real-life defensive situation, you don't have the luxury of of the time and the ability to get everything perfect and set the way that you want it. And right. so you need to practice that. You need to to practice and, and train how you would live.
1: Well, it's interesting. Jason Ostell, who's on KUSI, mm-hmm. he just got himself a new gun. He got a Glock. Heard. He's all gag, 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 gag. And so now he's tired of going to the indoor range and just shooting at a target. Okay. And he came up to me, he says... I think I just need more. I said I just don't feel fulfilled. That's the spirit. That's what I said. <laughs> and I said, well, that's because you need to now do some running and, mm-hmm. and shooting. And he goes, yeah, I should just talk to Manny. Manny, okay. jumping out of a helicopter. <laughs> well, and I was talking to the the lady that I asked you if you knew her, and you said no. She had just got a Glock. Has no clue what she's got. Has no. All she knows is a Glock, and she can't rack it.
2: Not uncommon. She's not uncommon.
1: She needs a class. She needs a mm-hmm. class. That's what I told her. But wh- I, you know, one of the
0: one of the things I used to do years ago, I haven't, I haven't done it in a while, and I probably I would love to get back to it is uh, just entering. You know, some of these informal, you know, IDPA or USP What is it? US USPSA. USPSA. Mm-hmm. Some of these informal pistol matches where you're pulling from a holster and getting shots on target with with time uh, pressure. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, you not even. It doesn't even feel like practice. It just feels like fun. Well, and you don't need to be panicked and say, "Oh
1: well, I can't do that. I've never." But I got
0: to tell you, no, you don't. But I got to say, you do that once every month or every other month. That's a ton of practice that you don't even realize. You think that's
1: enough?
2: I I would be happy with that. Yeah, your Lemon Grove Running Gun here locally in San Diego is going to be the closest outdoor range that allows that that has those matches.
3: There, there's a uh, range in Poway. Uh, that has uh, something they call the Downrange Challenge every Friday night. That, what's now. the name
1: of that? What's the name of that range?
3: Poway uh, Weapons, Poway and, weapons gear. and Gear. Yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. know if I was allowed to. No, you're allowed. Yeah. And he's the, the mayor says that's the best range. It's in a great San range. Diego it's fantastic. Well, that, the
0: mayor of Poway, of course, he's going to say of that. Of course, he said that. <laughs>
3: But that downrange challenge gives you the opportunity to get out from the firing line and actually move uh, and do some dynamics. Right. And uh, they set up barricades, and the course changes every Friday. So hmm. you can get out there, and it's $10 for a run-through. It's only 10 uh, bucks. It's only, only $10. Bucks.
0: We loan you the money. I, I could use ten bucks. Yeah, that'd okay, be great. Look, yeah. <laughs> but it's
3: a lot of fun, and there's a lot of new shooters there too. So and it's
0: not—I well, mean—is it what, what about an hour, hour and a half, something like that? Uh, no, sometimes
3: they, they increased it. It was two hours. Now it's three hours. Mm-hmm. But you—you're going to go through. It's almost like an amusement park where you're going to stand in line for right. you know, but uh, he minutes, stand in line twenty minutes, and, and then and, and then you're going to run through a half, for yeah. a minute, and uh, and then you're just going to wait again. If you does, th- yeah. you can pay whatever you want for it, but uh, but I
0: guess what I'm saying is it's not an enormous commitment out of your life.
3: No, it isn't. Is All it-
1: right, let's go ahead and take a break. Right. It's Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. Hey. All right, folks, welcome back to Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1 AM 1170 the answer
0: how do you get more gun owners to vote for the second amendment Elliot uh, is here to talk about gun shops and tabletops next but first
1: a lot of companies are frustrated with their website it looks old it's out of date it's not getting customers Well, SageTree gets it Since 2005 SageTree has been helping companies with websites that look great work great and get leads stopping being frustrated by your website and get one that you're proud to share Contact Sage Tree today to get a website that makes the phone ring. Getting started is real easy. Call 866-728-9100. That's 866-728-9100. And get your website fixed today. Elliot Kagan is a board member for San Diego
0: County Gun Owners, and he's extremely hardworking and extremely dedicated to the Second Amendment. And one of the things that he does uh, for San Diego County Gun Owners is he works for our with our uh gun shop tabletop program which is uh, basically started as a way for us to do more outreach the um, gun show was being threatened and I really just came up with the idea of hey let's just get a milk carton type uh, box and fill it up with some collateral and and you get to go hang out at a gun shop for a few hours and just pass out some flyers and it has grown into uh, so much more than that and it was thanks to Folks like Elliot and John Becker and and uh, the whole all the other crew who've really grown this thing into a, a, a real class act. And I can't tell you how much I appreciate it, Elliot. Thank you. So what uh, what motivated you to get involved with the Gun Shop Tabletop Program?
3: Well, I've been a member for six years. And I remember I wanted to get more involved. And you were doing a, a booth. It wasn't even called the Tabletop then at the Del Mar Gun Show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was 2017. And uh, it was raining, I think. So I remember that because it rained more inside than it did in the outside. <laughs> and uh, it was just a table. We were kind of stuffed, stuck off in the corner. And uh, we had some literature to hand out and tell people that there is, uh, th- there is hope. There is uh, a- something to do besides uh, giving your money to one of the national organizations. And uh, we went out there, uh, started talking to people. It got a lot of interest and uh, had a good time meeting other SDCGO folks who I had really never met before. And uh, we spread the word about what the message was, Second Amendment. And uh, it, what was really intriguing was that people would always say, well, this is San Diego. We don't have to worry about anything. You know, hmm. That's an LA or a San Francisco issue. And that was so far from the truth, even back uh, five years ago. There were, yeah. so many, there were so many things that were happening behind the scenes that people didn't know about. And we wanted to let people know that, look, the only way that we're going to be able to stand against that is if we join together. And we have to, we have to come together as a community, as a group, and fight and de- defend the Second Amendment here in San Diego.
0: And what would you? Say, what's the problem that the gun, shops, uh, the gun Shop Tabletops program strives to solve?
3: So I, I believe that it, we get a lot of people that come into the stores. And they just want to buy ammunition. They want to look for accessories, buy a gun, uh, maybe buy, it might not be their first gun, but they always just walk in, pay their money, fill out a couple of government forms, and then they they walk out, right? And then come back 10 days later and get their gun. Uh, what they're missing is the the next part of it, which is defending your right to continue to to do that, to, to go into a gun store and buy ammunition. Uh get training, buy accessories or parts. And so it's, it can be a very narrow focus if you're just thinking, I'm just gonna buy this object. And you don't realize that your rights are being threatened here in, in California, especially, but in San Diego. So part of being a gun owner is, is standing up for your rights and making sure that you are, you are uh, ensuring that legacy, not just for yourself, but for your, your kids and for other family members. And what do you, when you,
0: you know, how do you know success when you see it? When you're working a tabletop, you know, what, what does success look
3: like? That, that people, so one of the things that we're trying to do is, is we want to do outreach. We want to, we want to share the message. We want to at least get to, well, especially now we want to get the voter guide in as many hands as possible because that's the way that we're going to accomplish our goal. We're going to elect true second amendment candidates to office. And then, you know, hopefully we don't have to sue the government every time that they want to infringe on our rights. So success, I measure that by just the number of interactions that I have with folks that are come by. And if they sign up for the newsletter, that's great. That's the first thing that we that we want them to do, because that way we can stay connected and get keeping keep them engaged. Uh, if they want to become members, that's great. But that's not the the most important thing. We always love people and encourage people to be members. Uh, I feel personally that every gun owner in San Diego County should be a member of San Diego County Gun Owners.
0: Because there's a lot of things you can do at a tabletop. You can sign up for the for the newsletter. You can right. buy a, a shirt or a hat. You right. can uh, be, sign up to become a member. You can get some information on how to, how to get a CCW. There's a lot of things you can get from a tabletop. It's a lot of information. Do yeah. you, you
1: ever set up in a non yes. gun environment?
3: Yes. In fact, we're in what's eat... that like? Uh it's good. I remember I remember uh probably twenty eighteen we went to the avocado festival in Fallbrook. And we had a, a booth there and we had a lot of volunteers that showed up. It was very busy. So there was a lot of traffic going by the booth. Uh, people were interested. They were coming over and taking our, our cards, the postcards and getting Michael Schwartz's business card. Uh, we were talking about CCW back then because that was a very important part of, uh, of our advocacy. Uh, but some people, usually the people that didn't want to talk to us, they just ignored us. You know, it's just like a show on TV. If you don't want to watch it, just don't tune in, right? right. Uh, but some people wanted to express, you know, how they felt about the Second Amendment or, you know, they, they, they would think that we're one of those national organizations or an offshoot. And they'd let us know. But, you know, that's, that's their right to, to do that. And it's our right to be out there and, and promoting the Second Amendment.
0: Mm-hmm. And the Avocado Fest, you know, to make it relevant, we actually had a big bowl of guacamole. I was waiting
1: for that, I was waiting for that, and you tested it first. <laughs> How right? did I ever? It did was the ever. pits. <laughs> well, because, you know, I, I think by going to areas like he's talking about, other than, you know, a gun-friendly, you know, event, I think is really more important. Because, I mean, you almost got the people at the gun stores and what have you, the Avocado Festival, you know, the Oktoberfest and Point,
3: you know, Mace, things like that, which right. I, th- I think is huge. It is. You would think that everybody that walks into a gun store just automatically says, mm-hmm. I want to join your organization. Mm-hmm. Some, you know, there are people that just, they, they don't, they just say, no, thank you. And they walk by. And,
0: what do you think the pushback you know. is? Why, why if you're, if you're a gun owner and you're passionate about, you know, the second amendment, and you don't like these laws. What do you think the pushback is?
3: Well, so the number one reason that we get, and people who, who tell us that they, they, they're not interested, they don't want to sign up for their newsletter, they don't want to become a member, uh, is that they don't want to be associated with a group that the government would know about. And so there, there's this fear factor, right, that their name's going to be accessible to some, or, you know, to the government or, or somebody else. Uh, that, that, and
0: honestly, that I hear that too, and I take personal offense to that, in all honesty because you know
3: i i'm i'm out there yeah. these but are people see, ma- yeah, you're out make, there and
1: they're making that opinion before they talk to you
3: well we like to tell them that you know if you've already purchased a firearm yeah. right your your name's already on a bunch of different lists in mm-hmm. california <laughs> if, if you've has.
1: ordered a pizza
0: your yeah. name is on if right. you have an amazon account yeah. so i mean before we even get to the ridiculousness of you know oh, I don't want to be on a list you know number one uh you know I'm not giving up the list. <laughs> right, that's number one. You right. know, uh, but number two, the ridiculousness of that statement. You know, they're already on 57 other lists. Mm-hmm. You know, but the other part is, it's honestly, you know, everybody in this room is you know public about being. You, you know, you're a volunteer um, who's putting on this tabletop. You're putting it out there. Absolutely. You know, for someone else to to be so, I don't even know, but so. That's just the most ridiculous,
3: offensive excuse I can make of. So a lot of times people feel like – and, you know, it's commensurate with the laws that California puts forth, right? They want you to feel like you're a criminal when you're not. You're right. a law-abiding citizen. You're a gun owner. But but they do in Sacramento, current climate, and it's been this way for 20-plus years, they want you to feel like you're a criminal right. because they want to they shame you or put – into you so that you don't buy a gun or you don't associate with an organization like sdcgo and so th- that's the mentality that people have
0: well and if we get to the point in this Something. country where you're on a government list and they come take your gun away we got to that point because people like these people wouldn't join our organization that's right that's why we got to that point you know and it's right. just so it's just so asinine so talk a little bit about what do you what's what's your day job
3: Elliot? So I work for a uh, a local company here in in San Diego. I manage an IT department, so I'm a I'm a geek uh, or nerd, whatever you want to say. I'm going there. Okay, geeks, geeks, let me tell you where I live because
1: I've been having computer problems all day, <laughs> and I'm going to throw that SOB out the window, then shoot it.
3: Oh, don't do that! Don't do that. God, I hate that thing. But an d- an yeah, Atari
1: Twenty Six Hundred is not a computer,
3: Dave.
0: <laughs> it's
1: not. I almost got it figured out. <laughs> I think it so, was I mean,
0: so you're, you're a regular guy, married, family, you a know, geek. career, you yeah, know,
3: living in San Diego for, uh, 35 years, uh, and, uh, went to college here right down, right, right down the road from the studio and, um, uh, always been, I was in the military, um, uh, but was very passionate about the second amendment and, and firearms and, and, and shooting sports so for that. Uh, well, thank you for your What'd you do in the military? That was in the Army Reserve and then the National Guard here in San Diego. What'd you do? What's your MOS? Yeah, eleven Bravo. Okay. Yeah. That's Ground infantry, pounder,
0: infantry. And and you spend how many hours a, a month do you spend on doing San Diego? You you you're, you kind of spend a lot. You might, that might be a bad example.
3: <laughs> so, well, so you have to define: is it at the tabletops? Uh, so we're out there for a minimum eight hours well, uh, let me, on a Saturday. If
0: you're if if for people because you actually do a lot of volunteer work. Yes. Which you you love doing it. Which and we're very thankful for all the volunteer work you do.
3: I I appreciate that. You pay for his gas,
0: but the uh, (laughs) not today. I didn't. (laughs) But the uh, uh, someone that's listening who's like, I don't know if I have the time. Like, what would you tell somebody you know who's who's thinking about getting involved, but they're not sure they have the? What's the time commitment for someone
3: that you know? So we break up the tabletops into two shifts uh and typically those are in in alignment with the hours of the store or the place that we're going to be and uh, a shift is no more than three hours you know and and of course you know we we allow i mean if people you don't it's not like you're obligated to stay if something happens and, and you have to go but most people most of the time people are there longer than their shift is right so they they want to stay they want to interact with people they like it they say it's fun because we we spend a lot of time amongst ourselves as volunteers talking about firearms you know mm-hmm. where did you go for this training and what did you do and hey i, I saw this new thing and what about this law and then those are a lot of times those are the same questions that we get from people who come up to the tabletop what do you know about this and i heard that ccws are impossible
1: to get and the time flies yeah. one minute it, you're there uh, next minute your shift's yeah,
3: over we're, we're yeah we're we're packing up and and, and leaving and World. It's that's, like
1: sitting here for two hours. You know, we only got thirty minutes left. And we're done. What, really? And but I mean, really, it's because when you get engaged and and you're especially talking to people yourselves or even the, it's the store owners. Yeah, that's a lot it. of times the employees don't
3: know who you are. Yeah. Well, just yesterday we signed up uh, three employees from from the from Turners. Nice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We've been there. Uh, I, I've been there personally at least ten times. And uh, those they, in San they were San Marcos. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, and that was that place. was a good time.
1: All right. Hey, let's take a quick break. Why? Because it's Gun Owners Radio, FM 961. AM 1170. The answer. Hi, right, folks. Welcome back to Gun Owners Radio, FM 961. AM 1170. The answer. Hey, PRMI Mortgage, slash Alpine. Hey, if you're looking to buy, refi, or if you're just considering a reverse mortgage, you need to call our. Mortgage guy that you can trust, Chris Wiley at PRMI Mortgage for nearly 25 years. Over 25 years, Chris has been helping local San Diegans with all their mortgage needs. They make it super easy. You can work with a friendly expert team that will help you get the best deal on a mortgage, whether it's reverse mortgage, a regular mortgage, or you're in the military and you want to try to get a house for a buck, which you can. Chris Wiley can show you how. 619 722 1303. Or just go to primeres.com slash help.
0: All right, we're talking to Elliot Kagan, who's uh, a Sandy County Gun Owners uh, board member and also heavily involved in the uh, Gun Shop Tabletop program. Um, So how long did you have to study and how many classes did you have to take before you were ready to
3: volunteer at a tabletop, Elliot? Uh, There is no studying required (laughs) and uh, there are zero classes. Helps to read the pamphlet, though. Uh, it, it helps to know what you're out there yeah. trying to uh, trying to talk to people about. And, and first and foremost, if you don't like to talk to people, well, there, there's 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 other things that you, you can do. Well, you can you can still show up and volunteer. You can hand out cards and stickers, mm-hmm. uh, which is good. Uh, and they can always refer to some one of the other volunteers uh, to talk. So you don't have to necessarily. Talk to people uh, and answer their questions. Uh, there are other folks at the tabletops that can do that. But literally, uh, if you're familiar with the organization, if you've been to one meeting, which I think every member should go to at least one meeting, then you're going to know what San Diego County Gun Owners is about, and then you're able to speak to it uh, at the tabletop if you'd like to.
0: I mean, they're never alone at a tabletop. No, and they they you get they all, everyone gets trained, brought up to speed, right. All the supplies, everything's for them, you know, provided you, for them.
3: You don't have to bring anything, and in fact, I usually bring water. Uh, except, thank you Garrison for bringing water yesterday. Nice uh, job, Garrison. Yeah, but uh, typically, uh, people will just show up, and even you know, we'll even give them a shirt too. So if they don't have one, we'll give them an t shirt uh, they can wear at the tabletop, and uh, they don't have to bring anything else. Do so they have to take it off before they leave? No, <laughs> so they can leave with it.
0: And what are the fun parts? You're there working for, what, three, four hours? What are the fun parts?
3: So uh, a lot of times people who are members or people who want to volunteer really active. They're really interested, and they're learning how to become more active in, in, the, uh, in the organization or with Second Amendment. But they always want to talk about guns, right? They always nice. want to talk about, well, there's two things. They want to talk about guns, and they want to talk about gun laws. And uh, what's, what, are, what are we doing about those things? Did you hear about this? Did you hear about uh, what the judge in New York just did? Uh, so there's a lot of talk going on about uh, how, how we're going to fight this fight and how we're going to protect our Second Amendment rights. But mostly, people want to talk about guns.
0: I was working a booth up in Orange County at the Orange County Gun Show.
3: Um, uh, this is maybe
0: a year, year and a half ago, something like that. And a guy came up and uh, said, oh, I had no idea you guys were going to be here. You know, I'd love to help, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he said, you know, you guys should check out this group called Inland Empire Gun Owners. (laughs) You know? And he sat there and told me all about Inland Empire Gun Owners. What a great job they were doing. I was like, yeah, I've heard of them. I've heard of them. Definitely heard of them. But uh, um, I don't know. People get really excited about, uh, uh, you know, just someone being there and telling the story. You know? Uh, Like, hey, thanks for doing this.
1: Well, it's a place to get an answer. Yeah. Because where else would you, you know, not bragging on you guys, but where else would you get? You an can answer? brag on us. Where else would you get an answer? Yeah, really. What are, is there? What
0: are, what are some of the tough parts? What's the tough part of working at a tabletop? They're wow. a drag uh, um, no sometimes
3: food. Uh, sometimes the people will go off on a tangent you know and what we try to tell them is we're a uh, we're a nonpartisan political action committee so we're not affiliated with the Republican Party or the, or the libertarian Party. or whatever uh, So it, that's the main thing. we're all about Second Amendment and people want to come up and they'll talk about a lot of different things. You know the schools. Yeah. Uh, they want to talk about critical race theory or something else, and we just have to abortion direct them. or
0: immigration well, or something. Yeah, else.
3: it's just the, the general state of the uh, of the environment of the, the government or you know, society today and and its woes. And they want to they want to dump on that, and they think that a lot of times people will come up and they just assume that because we're promoting Second Amendment that we're all the same and we all believe. In, you know, we're wearing our MAGA hats and and doing that, which is. So far from the truth, um, because everybody is so varied. Everybody who works, uh, who, who is a member and and those volunteer, they're so varied in in, in what they do, and what they believe. But you they wear, all do believe. You wear a MAGA hat? No, I do not. Does anybody? <laughs> no, no, not at our, booths. not at the tabletops. What is, is what do you clarify
0: that? Does the uh, what what do you, what's your favorite thing to talk about or what what, what do you what do people like? Besides guns? <laughs> yeah. When you're talking to somebody and you really want to, you know, uh, sell them on the organization,
3: what what's the what's the thing that you like the most? Activism, right? This is this is your chance to get involved and do something. So I always like to tell people. I mean, you look at voting in general in, in this country, and, and what is it, thirty to forty percent of people vote, yeah, and then the seventy percent. They complain. Um, So if you don't like what's happening and you don't like what you're seeing around uh, gun laws in in San Diego locally, well, get involved and you can do something about it. I mean, I always like to tell the story about the mayor in Santee who won by five votes. And and I I tell people that Dustin,
0: that was Dustin Trotter, city council for Santee, Dustin Trotter. Yeah,
3: And uh, that those five votes uh, were probably obtained by uh, San Diego Diego County County gun owners owners going door to door and tell people. So then they say, well, my vote doesn't count. It, you know, it, I don't matter.
1: It, you know, well, that's because I, everybody thinks they're cheating.
3: Well, you know, and it, that's that's a challenge sure, that you have to people overcome. People can people can believe that, but you know, for the most part, you, you can either say, uh, "Well, there's cheating," and or I'm not going to vote.
1: Or you could you could overcome the cheating and the non-voters by voting exactly because your vote does count. Exactly, I know. Well, Mike and I used to get into it.
0: Well, know. and if if you if if for people who think, well, gee, you know, however, hundred thousand people vote. In what's one vote? In a, you know, Congress. What's one vote? Okay, well, then get, if you want your vote to count, if you want to be involved in a race where your vote vote counts, you can actually make a difference. Get involved with us because we're on the you know city council, school boards. We can actually get people elected. Yes, you know, we can actually have a an impact on that. One person can actually have an impact.
1: What on did it. George Carlin always mm-hmm. say? If you didn't vote, you can't complain. There you go. I mean, it's as simple as that. Even if you do
0: vote, don't complain. Doesn't help. No, just but get, I'm just, just saying. Get more active. Get, get involved. Just get more get active. In, get involved. But they, what is, what's the saying for for uh, evil to triumph? Or just uh, for good men to good, do nothing. Yeah, just you know, good men. good people to do nothing. That's right. You should write that down. And that, and the totally mess that up. And, and that's you know if you want to be a good person <clears throat> and stop evil from triumphing you know <laughs> then
3: boom get involved in san diego
0: County, exactly
3: it. because it's not you're not going to wake up one day and, and these laws are going to be over and done and uh, the, we win all the lawsuits and oh look there sacramento is not going to pass another gun control law uh, which will be ineffective um, you you have to continue to fight you have to become involved and you have to learn and it's a that's the other good thing about it too is it's a process of learning you know, I, I've I've talked about people who come up to us and they, you know, either they they want to talk about the conspiracy theories or they just say, you know, I don't want anything, I don't want to be on a list. Uh, but you know, that's a that's a relatively small fraction of people that engage with us. Most people are excited a, a, to know that we're out there and they can use us as a resource, be it for you know, first time gun owners through shooting socials, uh, through our meetings, uh, just casual conversations, or getting their concealed carry permit here in San Diego County.
0: That's awesome. What's a good story? You got a you got a funny story or a good story? What's something that you really enjoyed?
3: You you just meet a lot of interesting people at, mm-hmm. at the tabletops. Um, and uh, we were at uh, Duncan's Gunworks Works yeah. uh, last year. I think it might have been even earlier this year. And uh, we met the the most interesting guy ever. He we call him Trucker Steve. I don't know if you're out there. You know, kudos to you. Uh, he he was so pro Second Amendment. Uh, not sure why he was at the store, because he stood around at our tabletop for two hours talking to us, <laughs> telling us the history of, uh, of long-haul trucking, I- I- his whole career, and, and what he did. The guy looked like a surfer. I mean, he had flip-flops and, and board shorts, uh, but you never would have known that, that he, he took these rigs all around California, in and out of the state, and he had some crazy stories. And and none of them, which were really Second Amendment related, but it (laughs) was—you're listening to this guy; it's an amazing life. Um, When you ride in a
1: truck by yourself cross country, that's a tendency. Yeah, (laughs)
3: you're gonna start telling stories. Good to know. (laughs) And he had a lot of them too. So that was uh, that was. So he walked away. and We just. Uh, we were amazed. Is, uh,
0: we, was he a member? Did he sign up? <laughs> uh, he uh,
3: he signed up for the newsletter, but, All right, uh, but uh, thank he, you, he Trucker Steve. He didn't, he didn't commit, so um, you know. Hopefully, a lot of times people will come by and and they uh, they they don't want to do it at the tabletop either for because of timing or or, or whatnot, and uh, they always want to give us cash too. So um, we don't take cash at the tabletops. Just want to let everybody know that. Uh, but uh, we can sign you up in literally three minutes. You have all the equipment to do it, right? Well, you can do it on your phone. If you have a smartphone, and most people do, uh, all you need is a phone and a credit card, and and we can sign you up. It's $10 a month, which...
0: Yeah, most people, I got to tell you, it's, uh, you know, when you're trying to get somebody to vote for somebody, the most effective thing is to have the candidate meet that person in person. You know, that's the most effective. The further away you get from that, the less effective it is. So if someone just reads a pamphlet that they get in the mail,
1: but that's, you know what? it's
0: not very I, effective.
1: I, but, I just but, signed up for a year, and you know how easy it was? How easy? I mean, and I'm Th- not. It's so easy that Dave could do I'm it. I'm not computer literate <laughs> <without> by <anybody laughs> any chance, but I, you guys yeah. sent me the email because yep. I'm on the list, even yeah. though you asked me to keep joining the list. Huh. So I'm on the list, and I thought, you know what? I wonder how tough this is going to be. And next thing I know, my money was gone. I mean, you hit one button, you, you hit another button, you put a credit card, and it was gone.
0: Yeah. And well, and these but these tabletops where I was going was these tabletops are amazingly effective because you're a gun owner, you're talking to mm-hmm. other gun owners. Yeah. There there's instant trust there to some extent. And you're telling them, hey, look, here are the people we as gun owners have vetted and are uh uh, we want you to support, you know? and
3: sometimes we'll even have the candidates come out to the tabletops. Uh, just a couple months ago, uh, Dr. Melanie Burkholder, who's running for city council in Carlsbad, was at the tabletop in uh, in Carlsbad at uh, Gunther Guns, and uh, she stood she stood there for about four hours. And uh, met people going in, telling them uh, about her candidacy and what she stood for. She's a she's a, a great lady, a great candidate, wonderful person.
0: And I think the uh, Sportsman's Warehouse on Thursday, yes, yeah. had a booth. Garrison Garrison Thur- Garrison, ran Garrison that had a booth. booth, and Rob McNellis, who's a candidate for Santee City Council, I think he came out. Yeah, didn't he yeah said hi. I believe should have <laughs> Rob. I hope you did. Um, <laughs> anyway.
3: Yeah, and it's always great because, like you said, when, when you have a candidate there, I mean, you can people will tend to open up. They're going to ask them the questions, right. and uh, they get to hear straight from the, uh, the horse's mouth, so to speak, that the, you know, this is what I stand for and this is what I'm going to do. And just the fact that, that those candidates are there at a SDCGO tabletop speaks volumes.
0: So what does this do for you? Why do you volunteer so much? What does this do for you personally?
3: Well, it's, uh, I'm, defending, I'm defending a 200-year a legacy. <laughs> And uh, I feel like it, it's it's a matter of personal freedom. Uh, you have uh, these certain liberties. Uh, more effectively, the government is not allowed to infringe on these personal freedoms, these liberties. So that's the only way that uh, that I think that I can get. I can go buy a gun, but I got to fight to keep it. Nice Plus,
1: you're doing it for the future generations out there too. For, yes, because 100%. if we don't do it now, it'll be gone by the time. Yeah, it won't end with
3: me. It has to carry on.
1: Well, we got Michael. <laughs> right here on Gun Owners Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Welcome to Gunners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The Answer. Well, self-defense events happen in seconds. In the time it takes to listen to this commercial, your life could change forever. And I pray you never are forced to shoot in self-defense. But if you must, then you must be ready. That's why USCCA exists. Because every responsibly armed American should have the training and education to navigate a self-defense situation. And should you ever need it, the 24-7 critical response team is right there for you. To discover more about USCCA, visit uscca.com slash G-O-R. Act now because the life you save could be your own. That's uscca.com slash G-O-R. All right, our favorite segment is here. Michael, take the floor.
0: Stump, my nephew, every week We uh, we take a question that someone wrote in. And if we use your question, by the way, if you send us email us a question, we use your question, we'll send you a hat or a shirt. And if you stump my nephew, then we'll give you something super special, a very special prize. And uh, let's see, this This question's pretty interesting. Sam, you there? Yeah, how are you guys? Good, man. How are you?
5: Can't complain.
0: Fantastic. All right, I think what we're going to do is, uh, Elliot, you got to... You got a script in front of you? Yes, I do. We're gonna have we're gonna have our uh, our very special guest Elliot.
1: Put his Ben Franklin's so. on.
0: He's gonna he's gonna do the the question. Go ahead.
3: What is? No, you got to say who it's from oh, first. Sorry, uh, Francine, Francine from Mount Helix. There you go. And her question is: What is a life card?
5: Francine from Mount Helix was that? Yes. yes. Okay, now I know you guys are making up place names.
1: <laughs> no, really, there is a Mount Helix. It's it's big, it's tall, and they have a, a place you can
5: listen to concerts. Yeah, concerts. All right. Sam, All right.
0: Now, what do you have to uh, say?
5: What is a life card? Uh, thanks for writing in, Francine. The uh, life card made by a company called, I believe, Trailblazer Firearms, um, was or is. I don't know if they're still in production, but it's it's a relatively recent thing. Um, a concealed firearm chambered in, I wanna say, 380 ACP. It's um, like a, a little single shot or two shot affair that's designed to fold up into the shape of something that looks like a thick credit card. And so the idea here is that it um, it looks very inconspicuous until it's in its uh, ready to fire configuration. So um, you can go unnoticed, I guess. I don't know, I'm I'm too boring for that. <laughs>
0: The Lifeguard by Trailblazer Firearms is a single shot, 22 long, uh, that folds in half. When it folds, it becomes roughly the size of a credit card. It's thicker than a credit card, but it's approximately the same width and height. James Bond would appreciate his design. It's not just small and light, but the rectangular shape doesn't shout gun. It doesn't print like a regular gun, and you could open carry it where legal and no one would ever know it was a gun, at least when it's folded. It can be unfolded quickly, but drawing a standard gun is much faster. You got it, man. Life card. Excellent!
1: And, and, and how, how accurate is it and how deadly is it?
5: No idea. I've never shot one. I've never seen any um, reports by someone who shot one. But as for its uh, inconspicuous nature, I have seen them in person. Um, you can tell it's not a credit card, but it definitely does not look like a, a gun or a weapon of any type. Um, if, if I saw someone holding one in public, I would I would my first thought would probably be that it's a multi-tool of some sort, but it definitely definitely does not look anything like a firearm. If you had it in your pocket, someone would probably think that I don't know, you, you did just have a stack of credit cards because of the silhouette.
1: Except TSA, I bet they know what it is.
5: Uh, yeah, I, I think they would. Uh, I think they would notice. Probably. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I wonder what
0: the legality is on that. Do you just buy like a regular twenty-two? I wonder if California's got a. I, I can't think of what well, law. It's Not on the list. Well, that's true. Couldn't be on the yeah, uh, on safe handgun roster. roster. Yeah, it won't be on the roster.
1: But I wonder. Um, and what if you carried it on a plane but
5: just didn't have ammo in it? Um. I wouldn't try well that. because it it's anyway. still a weapon you yeah. could not take it through security okay um, right. you would have to check it in your bags um, as for um, as for the legality of purchasing one yeah. I think they'd transfer just like any other handgun but um, it is kind of almost at that line where um, there there is actually a rule that if a firearm is deliberately disguised as something else, so, like a pen gun or something, then um, I, it becomes an any other weapon. So it's subject to the NFA and a five dollars tax stamp. Jeez,
0: I would charge that well, five dollars with my credit card gun.
1: You ass. <laughs> yeah, does it
5: double as a credit card. <laughs> uh, it does not double as a credit card, but if you put an RFID tag on it with the correct uh, correct data flashed to it, then. I would assume you could use it like a credit card. Yeah, Dave. So, have you seen
0: Sam? Have you ever seen that? Have you seen the uh, There's some company that's they take Glocks and chop them in half and uh, put a little yeah. hinge. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Have you yeah, have I've seen those? Have you ever? Have you have any experience with those?
5: Um, I don't have any experience with them other than just handling them and and seeing them. I I, I mean, I haven't shot one. I haven't been with someone who's shot one. Um, those things were really, really controversial a couple of years ago in the in the gun community.
0: Yeah, they kind of came and went, didn't they? They got real popular, and everybody got all excited on one side yeah, or I the other.
5: The, I think the company actually went out of business. I can see a very niche use case for that type of thing, um, but uh, it it doesn't seem like there's very much of a market for that. Why, what what was the
0: controversy? Like, I don't, I was, I wasn't really interested in one. But what 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 do people get at their their what do, what do they get all excited about?
5: I think gun guys just get really upset when they think something is a gimmick, and people thought that was a gimmick uh, because it takes it arguably takes just as long or longer um, to deploy that as it does to draw a normal handgun, and it's not all that much smaller. It's just a little bit shorter. Gun guy, we
0: really do. We we get very upset.
5: So we (laughs) we we constantly. Um, complain that there's no innovation in the firearm industry and then with some, when someone um, namely kel comes out with something new and interesting we all complain about it because it's too weird. We should be ashamed of ourselves.
0: I'm ashamed. I agree. I'm, 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 I'm ashamed of Dave.
5: I,
1: well I am too. <laughs> but that's another story. It's a whole other story. I want that credit card.
0: I, it's, I don't know if they're still in production. A Trailblazer? Or a LifeCard? What do you think, or, or they, do you think
1: they cost?
5: Uh, I couldn't guess.
0: Let just charge it,
1: Dave,
5: with my credit card. Yeah,
0: it doesn't matter how much it goes. Just put it on your credit card. I could do that. <laughs> the holster is a uh, wallet. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you, Sam.
2: The cost, by the way, I just looked it up. Two ninety nine.
5: Two ninety nine. Two dollars ninety eight. That's, that's not bad. Single shot twenty two. Eh. Yeah. It's like a backup to your backup.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: One bullet. That's not.
3: Not something you take to the range.
1: Probably yeah, it'll get someone off you. Yeah. That's true. It'll definitely irritate well, yeah. him if nothing else.
0: For that violent Macy's crowd yeah. when all you can carry in is your 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 Chanel purse and your credit card. Wouldn't that be Walmart?
5: Yeah, Black Friday is coming up. It gets pretty wild. Oh, and uh for legal reasons, everyone, that was a joke.
1: <laughs> Thank you very much, because we already had the lights starting to flash red in here. That's right.
0: All right, Sam. Well, good nice job, job, man. Awesome job. I don't As know how always. you knew what a life card was or who Trailblazer Firearms is, but I didn't even know. you nailed it yet again.
3: I think Sam Gradual. knows everything.
0: He seems to. Do you have a question? Did you come in with a question at all, Elliot?
3: <laughs> no,
1: I. No, I, I you're no. not. You don't want to be embarrassed. <laughs> I'm serious, dude. You do not want to go up against this kid. I wouldn't. Michael tries. I don't want to go up against. I know. He embarrasses you too. Yeah. All right, bud. Nice job. Thanks for having me on. Hey, you been doing any flying? Um,
5: not lately, but uh hopefully soon. My buddy just got his tail dragger license. Oh. I hear that one's a lot of fun. Right now I'm working on my instrument rating, but um yeah. I'm I'm looking at my tail dragger endorsement soon. Yeah, I yeah, know. I can't wait. He's the only about
1: one of the only guys I know I would trust to go up with. So I'm really looking forward to it.
0: That's not a shot at your flying, Sam.
1: No. I would go up with Sam. <laughs> Heck, are you kidding? I'd trust Sam. I, I would too, actually. I wouldn't even. We wouldn't he takes it very seriously. We wouldn't even need navigation. <laughs> you know, you go are, there any,
5: are there any weird airspace laws out in California? I don't know how it works out there.
1: Oh, yeah. Go anywhere near a military base uh, and you will get. Uh, I had a friend of mine.
0: Well, I think you mean, is there anything like California specific? That's a good question. You know. Like, well,
1: oh, California specific? Probably you can't dry, fly over the capital california (laughs) because they don't they they don't know who's coming
5: we have that here because of dc i don't know if they have something like that out there
0: you guys have a capital out there
5: uh yeah we a pretty big one i've heard yeah yeah he hasn't flown over yet all right man no awesome job
0: great job as always you're always getting them right that's saving that saves us on uh, having to come up with a special (laughs) award (laughs) that's true so thank you so
5: much thanks buddy well, thanks for having me on. Good night, everyone. All right, good
1: night, man. All right, folks. Hey, subscribe to our show. Give us a five-star review. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify. And please support our great sponsors like San Diego County Gun Owners. It's, it's like dirt cheap, folks. Come on, $10 a month. And you can go for the whole year and you get all kinds of bonuses.
0: Most effective $10 you're going to spend all month. That's Absolutely. almost
1: a gallon of gas. You can't you can't even buy breakfast or lunch for that. Let me tell you. And Orange County gun owners, Inland Empire gun owners. In fact, they have a show coming up, a gun prom you might want to go to that. The Dillon Law Group, PRMI Mortgage, Sage Tree, San Diego Flight Training International, US Concealed Carry Association, and a big shout out to Michael Schwartz, Alicia Curtin, Sam the Gunman. And Brendan Thomas, we are so glad to have him back, and uh, Chauncey and his team for keeping us, uh, keeping our mugs on Facebook. He's busy with his watch. I know, they're all looking at their phones.
0: Yeah, there's a lot going on.
1: It's the first time you set it down. Right here on, oh, Mr. Siegel's in the house. Don't touch that dial. You'll definitely want to see that, and this is San Diego County Gun Owners. Gun owners radio on FM ninety six 1 AM eleven seventy. The answer.